0: I'm Devin. I'm Sean. And this is a trailer review podcast where we review the latest, the greatest movie trailers of all time. Of all time. And and
1: beyond. Yeah. Uh, Holy smokes. We We got a real show in store for you listeners today. I feel like when you say that, you're just buying time. To remember what the show actually was and Mm -hmm. who was on Mm -hmm. and what trailer we reviewed. And thank you. You just purchased me that time. So we've got (laughs) our good friend, celebrity guest, Jed Bailey. We did it. Finally. Finally. He was like on the Mount Rushmore of potential guests from like day one when we talked about doing this show. Mm -hmm. He's uh, highly regarded in the industry, apparently. Big time. We'll get into that a little bit later. But we're here this afternoon to review some ridiculous trailers, I guess you could say. The Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. The Golden Circle. No two in it. It's They're trying just, to trick you. Yeah, out. they don't want you to know. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, it looks like a G.I. Joe movie. This I'm really baffled by this. And uh, The Disaster Artist, the new Franco Brothers, Tommy Wiseau, Send Up, or adoring Love Letter too. Yeah, not sure. I mean,
0: if you should be baffled by any movie, it's this one, right? I think so, yeah. It's based off of a bad movie that a book was made off of, and now (laughs) it's made off of that book that's talking about the bad movie that was made?
1: Yeah. It still makes more sense to me than Kingsman 2.
0: What have you been
1: up to? Where have you been falling asleep lately?
0: Well, Sean, here's here's some things going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And you just pick one that kind of gravitates to you. Okay. So I went to a Sounders game, which mm-hmm. is soccer.
1: That's soccer. Was that in like Argentina? No I was
0: in Seattle. Okay. And every once in a while my dad would show up and be like, Devin, I got you some soccer game tickets. Do you want to go? And I go, sure. That's topic one. Okay. Topic two is Craigslist. A, it's
1: a big just, topic. Just, just Craigslist in general. Just Most, been like soliciting people on Craigslist. Yeah, you know, like just
0: casual encounters, uh-huh. just connections. Mainly just trying to sell stuff on Craigslist uh, and that whole, yes. whole deal. A lot of comedy potential there, Sean. Uh-huh. Lastly, um, we can talk about my injury because mm. I'm I'm an old man now.
1: Yeah, that sounds um. exciting. <laughs> So, is this some sarcasm there? No, this is like um this is like in uh uh Wolfenstein when you like walk up to a hallway and you're like <laughs> Wait, you got three options. Name? Yeah. You you don't know what room you want to go into yet. You're kind of way in your your options for how much, how many like Nazis are going to be on the other side yeah. ready to like destroy you? Well, and like Wolfenstein,
0: you know, the option isn't going to be good. No. It's
1: just like picking the. How do you want to die? <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do you want to die of boredom? <laughs> Pick your adventure, Sean. I want to know about this injury. Okay. I want to know what happened. Well, basically, I'm a hero, Sean. How so? As we discussed, I work in the public school s- system. So you already deserve some type of. Like, Tinker Tape Parade for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, where's my medal? One of our kids kicked another kid off a slide, did a front forward flip, I caught him, hurt my back in the process. So that meant I had to do physical therapy. Oh, I had to do chiropractic. Uh-huh. I had to do a massage. And so I'm doing all of these things, and...
1: Where are you in the litigation against this child for falling on you? Are you suing the parents, the school, the child? Can yeah. you sue a child?
0: I think that's how it works. Like, all right, you're an adult. Here's your key. Oh, hold on. You actually, this guy over there, the old man with the
1: cane, <laughs> mm-hmm. he owns you now. Yeah, yeah. You've become the ward of him. Yeah. He is your Batman. You he, are his Robin. Yeah,
0: you owe him a life debt. <laughs>
1: One day you're going to come a-call in. But I just went to the massage today, and
0: I've never had massages before, and I don't know if this is common,
1: but I keep falling asleep during the massage. See, I thought you were going to go with, like, you farted or you got a boner, but you just fell asleep. That would actually be less awkward, I think. Well, you don't know, because maybe you fell asleep and you got both of those things happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no way to be sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, a sleep fart boner. Yeah, you're going to have to watch the nanny cam footage of this massage.
0: There's nothing more awkward waking up, realizing where you are, and, like, having to put your clothes back on. And, like, wipe the drool from your mouth. Yeah, and, like, and, like every time I go in, and it's not just one time, multiple times, and every time, I'm, like, do not fall asleep. You have one job. Yeah. Don't relax.
1: Stay focused. <laughs> Stay focused. <laughs> They're telling you to, like... You know, breathe and like yeah. listen to the like sound of the wind blowing on the sea. You have to ignore all of that. It's a trick. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure they just snatch my wallet each time. Okay. Yeah. Each time I go, there's just like one less dollar bill, and like my subway stamp card has one <laughs> less stamp on it. They, wait, they take away the stamps? <laughs> yeah, they're, they have like a well oiled operation. It's like a Kingsman sort of deal or they're not like. Just taking the card, that'd be too noticeable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just take one sticker at a time. And oh, go. I see, it's
1: stickers. Yeah. Like, hmm. So you don't even know if the massage was pleasant or not.
0: No, that's the worst thing.
1: So d- they I don't wake hard. you up and just kick you out. No. Okay. I would... <laughs> she <just> started, like, <laughs> wiggling me. Yeah. You're, you're going to p- get thrown out of here. <laughs> no loitering at the massage therapy.
0: <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was my last one, and I was just like... This is my big outing. Like, I fell asleep, like, almost every single time. Yeah. This is the one I stay (laughs) awake for. To the lady, too, it must just be, like, a freebie. Like, you know. She's just reading a magazine. One time out, yeah. She's just, like, (laughs) one hand kind of, like, tickling my ear or something. And she's just reading her, like, Lonesome Dove. Yeah. Novel. Sure. Novel. I I was trying Um, to think of one of those sexy books, Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove sounds pretty sexy. I think I massaged the audience into their own slumber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wake them back up, remind them that they're naked on a table in a strange place. And like, oh, you're
0: supposed to be listening (laughs) to
1: trailers right now. This is the show. Eggsy.
2: I saw in you what someone once saw in me something that can't be taught the makings of a kingsman being a kingsman is more than the clothing we wear or the weapons we bear it's about being willing to sacrifice for the greater good i hope you're ready for what comes next
0: This time I'm going to let it all come out. This time I'm going to stand up and shout. I'm going to do things my way. It's my way. You're doing the Usher version? Or the highway. <laughs> uh, that was my one Biscuit slash. Oh, wow. Did you see the
1: Wint Biscuit? I forgot that they did a take on that song. Or what have you? Uh, I thought you were going Usher, and I was like, I don't think that's the word. No, if it was Usher, I would have
0: spelt my name. Okay,
1: yeah, I don't have a good, a better intro than that. Other than Kingsman, looks like James Bond Junior.
0: Mm, I don't know
1: what that is. You don't know James Bond Junior. The animated? Series? Is it like Sherlock Junior? It's There's... James Bond. Yeah. As a teenager in a leather jacket, running around doing James Bondy things to like a Transformer audience. Well, I was gonna say like John Wick. The first thing I think
0: of when I see this movie trailer is James Bond. It's James Bond. It's uh, How: How's it's <laughs> James Bond Junior? <laughs> James, if he has, he's still part of the family. Mm-hmm. And if if you're gonna make it so Bond-like, the own in, it.
1: let's call James Bond Junior. That's what I'm saying. Jed, you got an intro for Uh, this?
0: Ah,
3: no, I didn't think of uh, uh, anything. uh.
1: Yeah, obviously neither did we. (laughs) Um, I just Googled lyrics from 20 years ago. Nicely done. Before we dive deep into the Kingsman Golden Circle Jerk trailer, if we could take a minute to introduce long time in the making celebrity guest, our Bellingham resident movie Patriarch, uh, I don't know, the man who tells me when things are playing at the cinema and when they're leaving. Trailer warrior, star of stage and screen, star of rural and urban communities, <laughs> Sir Jed Bailey.
3: Hello, movie babies. Thank you Jennifer for
0: coming. Jed, have been knighted? Wait, I would believe if you told me that Jed had been knighted at some point in his life. Are you a Kingsman? (laughs) Jed, you are dressed very dapper today. The most well-dressed guest we have ever had and will ever have. Yeah,
1: perhaps the, you know, the only person I know who you can count on being, like, you'll never be able to dress better than him, uh, like, at any event that you both might be at. You're just, like, you're out of the running, sorry. Um, and Sean, besides you, like,
0: if I go to a movie theater, I will see Jed. Oh, it yeah. doesn't matter the time, Absolutely. it doesn't
1: matter the day, Jed will be in that theater. Yeah, you're like the 3D version of one of the cardboard cutouts that just, like, <laughs> haunts the lobby of the theater. You're always there. You're like You have, like, this tall man thing going on.
0: I don't know what that means. I know it's a reference to something. That's the reference to the Phantasm
1: series. You're saying he's the tall man from the Phantasm series? I'm just saying he's the tall man who's always there. (laughs) And he looks in the shadows. Like the tall man in your dreams. In your nightmares. Yeah. But Jed, you've you've said too much. Let's (laughs) get to this trailer. Enough out of Jed. (laughs) I
0: do see a lot of movies. I will agree. What do you think your... What's your, like... I want to say your lifetime, but we'll be here forever. What's, like... What do you think your average is... Per
3: year. Oh mercy! Um, well, from about two thousand seven uh, onward, I've seen practically everything that's been, had a theatrical release in the previous year, two thousand sixteen. I received Regal Member of the Year status. Is uh, that I regional or national? I don't know. I, <laughs> no, no, I ask the people when I uh, get when I when they say, they, "Oh, congratulations! Huh? Uh, you're Member of the Year." If I am the. Best regal attendee in the entire country, or yeah. what? But it was in Florida that they were pointing this out when, it, when 2017 rolled around.
1: That oh, I so that was, makes me seem that makes it seem like it is I, like I a guess national so fair. Oh my god,
0: we have yeah. a celebrity <laughs> guest in the studio. Legit. Did you get like a trophy? Did you get like a golden DVD? I think it might affect my points somehow. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) You got two hundred free points for Uh, it. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. you get a uh, free small popcorn voucher. I get uh, congratulated when uh, the oh, they're like like, obligated to be like yeah. The first time, one of the first times I did it, the guys like, it says you're Regal sixteen member of the year. It says to say congratulations.
1: (laughs) I guess I'm supposed to do (laughs) congratulations. (laughs) Thanks, you 16-year-old so you, piece of in shit. In a way, you are knighted. Yeah, you're knighted. You are like movie babies royalty. This is cool. This That's is really amazing. cool. I never even knew that was a thing. Pro- they probably invented it where well, they just looked at Jed's points <laughs> and they were like, we got to give him something. <laughs> yeah, so you're like a regal cinema kingsman.
0: Uh, well, Jed, seeing how you have seen so many movies this year, you must be the expert of this trailer that has just been on loop since,
1: <laughs> yeah. for like three months. It's been in front of every type. You go see a horror movie, you're mm-hmm. getting the Kingsman trailer. You mm-hmm. go see a family comedy, you're getting the Kingsman trailer.
3: Mm-hmm. So you
1: think you've seen this about like six or seven times in uh, the theater? At least uh, yeah. that's that's not, that's the maybe that was
3: maybe in the past week I've seen it done. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would, I would believe that number. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes I, if I see something too many times, I just out now, put pick up my tablet or something, and uh, um, yeah, uh, get distracted. Uh. Mm-hmm.
1: So the let's let it be known that the regal customer of the year is sneaking in <laughs> electronic <laughs> devices that he is not silencing. Into yeah. the theater. You want to revoke that status, Regal? <laughs> I bet you don't even spicy
3: icy. <laughs> I've never spicy icy. I'm, I'm tempted at times to try it
1: out. Does um, that go against any dietary restrictions? Uh, no, recording? I can
3: spicy icy okay. if I if I so wish. Um, I just I guess I've, I I've only iced uh, once or twice that I can think of um, and mm-hmm. uh, I spicy a couple times so, okay. um, but never never the twin shiny. I, I spicy from time to time <laughs> I've dabbled in a little icy <laughs> I try not to make my dietary my general diet consist of the food I can mm-hmm. get at the movie theater yeah now.
1: that's gotta be hard can, if I was at the theater as much as you I'd be living off of concessions mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: So my understanding your diet restriction is only popcorn. <laughs> it's just you need it as your fuel.
3: Well, Jed, let's break down this trailer. Do you want to kind of give us a rundown of what we watched? Oh, sure. We watched The King's, Men, or King's Man, The Golden Circle. It's a sequel. A sequel to King's Man... Secret Service. The Secret Service. We all three see that? I have not seen that. Okay. Ah, I have seen it. I've yes. seen it as well. Okay. And uh, follows up on The Adventures of... Eggie? Eggsy. Eggsy. What the hell is with his name? <laughs> I forget Eggsy. the story behind it of, is it a nickname? It is a nickname, okay. yes. It's a, it's something, quotation marks Eggsy.
1: Is it like one of those British things where like they rhyme shit and that's like part of their slang? I never got that.
3: Yeah, I didn't know if it was uh, some variant on his his actual name or some nickname based on his activities. Gary is his uh, given name. You should
0: probably
1: just call him Gary. Gary's yeah. a... Stand-up name. Like, like does that hang next to James Bond appropriately? <laughs> yeah. James Bond! and Gary. And Gary's coming, too. <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you remember a lick of the first Kingsman movie? I do remember
3: it being more violent and kind of nihilistic than I was expecting in the closing scenes. I don't want to give away too much for anyone who wishes to uh, say uh, spoiler-free um, <laughs> yeah. at the moment, but there was a lot more gratuitous... General mayhem and bodily harm placed upon people in general. Did it seem spoofy to you? Well, it, it made a bit more sense when I got to the final credits and realized it was uh, based on a graphic graphic novel. Okay, I guess I didn't know that. And yeah, yeah, and and I noted in the in the end credits to this, it said based on the comic book Kingswind, mm-hmm. which uh, was an interesting distinction. And. In, Not saying graphic novel. Oh, is it an ongoing series? I don't know. uh, If it, Devin, you
0: know about this? It's an offshoot of Marvel. I haven't read it. Okay. But also, I feel like years ago, the term graphic novel was more popular. And like if you said, oh, I'm reading a comic book, people would kind of wince. Yeah. But nowadays, I think that's. Trend has kind of switched where now, with the popular Marvel movies and comics kind of ah. on the upstring, it's like, oh, comic book. Just say comics.
3: Just say
1: comic. Uh, you don't have to like s- turn your nose up and be like, I've read a graphic novel. Right.
3: Well, yeah, I didn't know if they thought that maybe graphic novels becoming more too, like, yeah. pretentious. Uh, Adapted and-
0: from the Pulitzer yeah. Prize winning graphic <laughs> novel.
3: To your point, Jed, about the violence,
0: it's directed by Matthew Vaughn, mm-hmm. who did Kick Ass.
3: He co wrote with the uh, same uh, co writer. Uh, a woman... A woman. We just say <laughs> a woman here. <laughs> of, you know, they're all interchangeable.
1: <laughs> By the name of Jane Good-Goldman? Okay. Not Jane Goodall? <laughs> uh, She's like, I got this great idea! Okay. The, I remember one thing from Kingsman 1, which I'll affectionately refer to that movie as Kingsman 1, mm-hmm. that it ends with an anal sex joke. Do you remember this? (laughs) Oh, this does... Yeah, the whole movie I was like, what the fuck kind of vibe is this flick on? (laughs) And then it punctuates where at the end, this woman who's, like, in some type of, like, cell, she's, like, been locked in this cell, I don't remember, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he runs by and she's like, if you rescue me, I'll let you fuck me in the ass or something? Like, it's very, like... (laughs) Okay, so it's problematic in a lot of ways, first of all. But it's also just, like, is that supposed to be funny? Or, like, Mm -hmm. is it supposed to be a spoof on, like, James Bond's Uh, promiscuity? mm -hmm.
0: What? Are these movies supposed to be spoofs or not? Because they're so blatantly borrowing things from, like, the spy genre and from the James Bond genre. Uh That if it's not a spoof, what's what's distinctive about Mm -hmm.
1: these Kingsman films? It's not... Mm -hmm. Austin Powers spoof. Right. Like, it's not... Comedic parody. Silly... I mean, it's very silly, but, like, not intentional... Well, not going for it on the same, like, Mm -hmm. SNL-type spoofy scale. It's just trying to ratchet up. It's trying to, like, do, like... I don't know, like, what Crank was to The Matrix Mm -hmm. or whatever, if Mm -hmm. you can make that analogy. It's just like, oh, yeah, all of that. Mm -hmm. None of the anything else. Just all of the, like, R-rated stuff. Like,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know. It kind of fucked me up, like so that's all I recall from that movie and I just walked away with like a real sour taste in my mouth so I cannot wait to watch Kingsman 2 and just have like the ratcheted up version of the ratcheted up thing like the piano string that will absolutely break and snap you in the face like so okay so talk me through what's 2 about.
0: One of the Kingsmen is telling Tatum about like what it means to be a Kingsman and it's kind of like a sorority type vibe like Come, come be in our special club. Yeah, yeah, You get a suit. You get an umbrella.
1: I think is that. Your umbrella is also a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? Is it mm. kind of like
3: penguin esque? The the defining scene of the original origin story of the or the, the first one. He runs afoul of some some ruffians and uh, runs into a bar, I believe, where he's cornered by them. This uh, character that Colin Firth plays, Harry. Interjects himself in the situation and mops the floor with them, using his uh, bulletproof umbrella as one of his uh, tricks. Then, it's, uh, it's very Penguin. <laughs> then recruits uh, Eggy into... <laughs> yeah, I'll <I'm inside. laughs> ...to Kingsman, which is a private spy agency formed by wealthy men of the World War One generation who didn't have... Heirs to leave their fortune too, due to the deaths in the Great War, and so found this secret organization, unencumbered by governmental bureaucracy, that can mm. serve the world peace. So it's a trust fund
0: organization. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the leader does he have like a golden umbrella? Like is
3: his special in a way? The you know what si- the tailoring they have is is significant in that their uh, front. Uh, organizations are these uh, tailor shops where they uh, get their suits made and also get suited to people. So it's a like a Project
1: way. Runway vibe mm, as well. Precisely, yeah. <laughs> project Gunway, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of mythology to the Kingsmen that's like, oh, that's kind of cute, like whatever the, the store being the front for their operation and all their stuff being very much like, oh yeah, this... Uh, ballpoint pen is an epi pen and, like, this uh, umbrella is a scuba tank, and, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff is, like, f- it's, like, it has a fashion, like, the weapon has a fashion accessibility as well. It's, like, that's how it's dual-purposed. It's, like, Oh, it's very, it's like you could get it in a GQ magazine, like, a subscription service thing, or, 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 like, it's also doubles as, like, a Ginsu knife, like, mm-hmm. those are all things that are usually kind of compelling to me. Do not give a shit about this at mm. all. We watched a trailer a couple episodes ago where we, it had an
0: Adam West Batman vibe, and I kind of got that from here, besides just the Penguin umbrella stuff. Mm. There's a lot of wacky villains, it seemed like. Mm.
3: There are so many cowboys in this trailer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why is there so many cowboys? Ah, well, that's the question of what is the plot of this movie, or what is the story from what we see. We don't learn that much about who's who, and who's a bad guy, and who's going to team up with the Kingsmen. We see that the... Kingsmen have suffer some sort of full scale assault on their. Their shit get blown up. Yeah, mm-hmm. their their ex mansion,
1: yes. Xavier School, has Gets been sinkhole. Down. And we assume like the team is like diaspora, and so maybe they got to team up with a bunch of American cowboys to like statesmen.
3: I gather from okay. the symbol on their uh, belt buckle, or was it a flask? on um,
1: mm-hmm. Channing Tatum's. Uh, okay, fuck is a statesman. What a statesman, that? I imagine, might be the American equivalent to. Oh, okay, so. okay, that's why they wear cowboy hats because mm-hmm. that's their fashion forward device. I imagine
3: they're financed by yeah wealthy Texan oilmen who. Uh... <laughs>
1: well, yeah, this, that's what I wrote down. It's Jeff Bridges' <laughs> oil tycoon. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I don't want I don't want to know where this. Mythology for these factions of teams goes when we start getting into other countries where it's going to get extremely offensive what their (laughs) (laughs) wardrobe to weapon ratio is. Yeah, this
0: whole trailer's got me so fucked up. There's also like a, to go with the Cowboy and Indians, once is straight up Indiana Jones and he has like a whip Mm -hmm. that he's like just whipping it.
3: The robot Mm -hmm. arm guy?
1: No, that's a a different
3: guy. Yeah, there's the robot arm guy, there's Channing Tatum, there's the whip guy... That's mm-hmm. the mustache guy. Who has a mustache. And I think I got there's what? another... It, it, it's, I don't know if it's the same guy that has a mustache that seems to be teamed up with Edgy. eggy Eggsy. <laughs> Eggsy. Sorry, well, now I'm <laughs> fucking you up. You're really deafening <laughs> this episode. Uh, they seem to be partnered at some... festival. So uh, my guess is that there's, initial, there's some sort of rivalry turn into partnership and team up into... So first they have to fight, and Uh then they make friends Mm -hmm. and and join forces together. And so I think uh, there's a scene where Tatum and and Eggsy are combating one another, and then... uh, So I don't know, perhaps the Statesmen are the antagonists, but I suspect that perhaps they have another antagonist that... Both it's it's it.
1: your classical literary cliche of the Ninja Turtles meet Yusagi Ujimbo. First they have to battle, they realize each other's beneficial uh, strengths, and then, of course, have to fight Shredder together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to do it that way. Yeah, it's, it's right. tradition. Uh, to your point, it is
0: American Secret Service, but in the comics they're called Uncle Sam. Oh.
1: Of course. Was Julian Moore in the first one? No, okay. not to my knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. I can only assume they're going to like cram her into the, like, oh, she's the secretary role or whatever. Mm. Just, yeah, get that really famous redhead woman uh, and, and we'll <laughs> really objectify her. And I don't know, I don't trust this movie to do anything intelligently. So I'm a little worried <laughs> for everyone's sake. But it does kind of seem, the cast does kind of seem like, oh, is this like a Coen Brothers movie? Like, there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Pushed into this one.
3: Yeah, and the first one, uh, Samuel Jackson is the villain. That's right. And he is accompanied by the actress who was the mummy in the mm-hmm. new one as an amputee with blades on her legs that she used. <laughs> what
0: tongue. are these movies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty That's
3: cool, like, huh? uh, sounds, sounds cool. It's not. <laughs> are they
0: like the live-action Mega Man movie where like each time you get the power of the... ...previous villain you defeat. Yeah, exactly. I have knives for legs now. I have a robot punching arm. Mm -hmm. I have an eye patch.
1: Yeah. It's that whatever, like, semblance of credibility they're going for, of like, oh, this is like a sexy espionage movie, kind of goes right out the window when everyone has, like, X-Men powers and, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) fucking Walker Texas Rangers moshing through the scene. Remember when there's a taxi cab that turns into a submarine? Yes, yeah. what uh, the fuck's up with that?
3: And I was I was puzzled because he appears to be holding his breath in, he, as he's underwater, and you're uh, puzzled by the that. Tax you yet? Yeah. <laughs> the tax oh, yeah, you
1: actually I do have... need to do that. That is, I don't know if you have spent much time in the water, but maybe like all-time regal winners don't have to, but <laughs> they don't sully themselves with like swimming pools and lakes and stuff. But if a theater was going to fill up with water, yes, you would want to hold your breath.
3: (laughs) Well, I assume assume that they designed the aquatic vehicle to be airtight and provide oxygen for the driver to breathe, but I noticed on repeat watching that the windshield is fractured and broken, and I suspect that fight that he has in the Mm -hmm. trailer results in damage to the vehicle. It you. Yeah. Jesus, Kingsman the that whole yeah.
0: trailer. That would be quite an oversight of the designer of that vehicle. <laughs> like
1: we need an underwater car. Yeah, yeah, goes underwater. You. No problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No no windshield, right? No 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 no. We want a <laughs> windshield because it's going to go underwater. Right, but like, you know, But you want the wind in your hair. Kind of do like a Flintstones car kind of vibe, maybe have their feet flip out so they can like kick paddle. No 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 no. are like, not getting us. But I designed these special flippers <laughs> that they wear you Kingsman you like your fashion so I've got these like penny loafers that also have kind of like these webbings like okay you're fired first of all just put a bottom on the card please
0: (laughs) Uh, the last thing I want to get to before you rate this yes at the end of the trailer there's the eye patch guy and some other guy and they look at this other dude I hope this these descriptions are working for (laughs) everybody yeah 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 I know what you're talking about and they say oh my god Harry?" Harry
3: Yeah, I, don't, I don't who's. Okay, Harry Styles on?
1: from One Direction. You might remember him. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know how he lost his eye, kind of in kind since of a the breakup. trip Dannon in kind of accident. Um, yeah, he was the dude in the first one, right?
3: Harry is the man speaking, sounding like Michael Caine at the beginning, who's Colin Firth. He is doing a Michael Caine impression. (laughs) That is hilarious. And he is the recruiter who brought Eggsy aboard the Kingsman and is giving that speech. The reason for the surprise is not clear. My assumption is that he was presumed dead from the assault and that Eggsy and Mark Strong's character are viewing some sort of surveillance thing. Wait, so this character, I assumed that this
0: character had died in the first movie and this was like a reveal. Oh. But you I mean you guys have seen the first movie. That didn't tell you.
3: I'd, he might have. He, I remember <laughs> a little better than Sean, but I don't remember if he survives the first one. That might be true. Yeah, that would be a good guess. I mean that would make more sense than like him like
0: yeah, almost dying in the second one and then at the end of the trailer they're like just kidding! This guy's
3: still alive, right? right? Yeah. Also, maybe he did at the end of the first <laughs> one. That would explain it. And he looks like he's in some sort of padded cell, where he he's like written on the drawn on the wall. I feel like
0: that's where I need to be trying to <laughs> decipher this trailer. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: I'll pad you up real quick. Well, let's uh, let's get to rating.
0: Well, uh,
3: I oh, yeah, was wondering if um, if you were being pursued by a group of ruffians. <laughs> We we got some date
0: questions, Uh all right? Uh
3: cornered in an establishment, and some guy in a cowboy hat. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. are we in an Arby's? Interjected himself Uh in your defense, and the the ruffians told him to get lost, and he walks over to the door, but instead of going through the door, he locks the door. Uh, So, Jess, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do all of these things have
1: to happen (laughs) in this order, or can they kind of, like... This Some is, things can happen. This is one of those memes where it's like, well, when you go into a, an establishment and like... <laughs> you know, we've all been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, finish, please. As, and then
3: uh, mops the floor with the fellows mm-hmm. that were harassing you and then tells you that he's been watching you for a while and sees that you have skills that could be <coughs> of use to your country mm-hmm. and asks you to join him in this secret spy organization. Called the Statesman.
1: I say no. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
1: yeah, I'm a little bit. I don't know if they would ask a man of color that question. This seems like a pretty racist group of people. Yeah, lot of the diversity that. there. Yes. they are like, we need someone for the front line. When Holly Berry <laughs> pops up in this trailer, I'm like, are we sure? <laughs> um, yeah. She's going deep undercover. Yeah. I think I would. I think I would um, really be curious why. The person who came in and like wiped the floor with everybody was like, "Oh, you seem like a guy who could do this. Like, what? Why didn't you let me fight them as a test? Like, why are you doing my homework <laughs> for me? I'm not gonna learn anything from that. Um, do we? Is it established that he's a good fighter before he?" Uh, he's, a bit, he's a
3: bit scrappy, but no, he doesn't have the full range of skills that they uh, invest upon him through their intensive training program that they put him through. Okay. Look, Sean,
0: this is how this works. Mm-hmm. Since I've been a child, I've been waiting for someone to knock on my door mm-hmm. and be like, Devin, you've got the power. You got it. And I'm like, what do I got? And they're like, you got it. I was like, cool, I got <laughs> it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. In your face. Yep. And so... Am I a good fighter? I don't know. But you will be. Am I a good like computer hacker? Not yet. Am I a good like a charmer and going to Definitely balls? Not. Going to <laughs> balls, just like diving deep in those balls <laughs> and dancing around. Well, yeah. Are you talking about
1: a ball pit or like a governor's ball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do you yeah. know that there's a difference? Here's the thing. I'm. I've never done these things. Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm pretty sure if someone told me, yeah, you can do those things, I'm gonna I'm gonna do them.
1: I want to see the movie where it's like a gatekeeper character in, you know, infringes on someone's life like that and is like it's all about you, baby, and then when they get to their first mission, they were totally wrong and that person just gets annihilated and they're like how did we fuck this up? I thought they were the chosen one. No, no, wrong. There's a great joke in McGrover. Out of all uh, All of the great jokes in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Where he's like, all right, I'm going to get the A team together. And it's like a bunch of like WWF wrestlers. So he's like grabbing like Chris Jericho. He Ooh, has like right. the big show. Yeah. And he's like grabbing all these like burly men and he got some on the van. And he's like, all right, you're my A team. We're going to, we're going to. Fighting the bad guys, let's go. And then before they can take off, like,
1: the van just blows up and all of those people (laughs) are annihilated. (laughs) Jed, this seemed like one of those kind of leading, I'm asking you so you can ask me kind of questions, so... Oh, please. So, Jed, if you were
0: in a restaurant and (laughs) Mm -hmm. then a
1: cowboy hat
0: man said, Howdy, partner. And then you (laughs) said, "Uh, Excuse me. And then the guy walked in the door and then they, they mopped the floor and then he came up to you and he said... Excuse me, sir. Can you uh, mop the rest of the floor? Can, I heard you're good at mopping. <laughs> and I also heard you're the top regal customer of 2016. Do you want to join the Kingsman and have this umbrella? What would
3: you uh, What would you say to that? Oh, that is an interesting question. It is. What do you mean? It's your question. <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if I would have to do... I might have to goodwill hunting it. Be by- janitor? <laughs> yeah, I'd be suspicious of what purpose I would be put to. It is, a, it is a tempting and exciting offer to be thrust into a world of intrigue and excitement, but I'd have to wonder about the purpose and aims mm-hmm. uh, to which I was being put. And you like, guys are better movie heroes than me because you're like the
1: reluctant... Hero, and you then refuse the first call. You
0: refuse the first call, and then over overtime.
1: And I'm just like, "Yep, yeah, <laughs> kill him." Sure. Yeah. Well, we're in like that kind of like three act five to five act structure of like the two hour movie. You're in like a half an hour episode of like Looney Dora T- the Explorer. So you got to just kind of you can't refuse the call because we got to go to commercial. <laughs> we're we to get
0: there, Jed. Mm-hmm. We have a specific rating system here at the movie babies. Do you know it? Oh yes. Oh, okay, so I don't need to get a long time listener.
3: First time caller. Jets has said he's listened to every episode. That makes me
1: feel terrible. <laughs> like
3: I feel like if... I've we, listened to we, all the self-deprecating
1: uh, comments. First strong, of but, all, what is the appeal? <laughs> because Torture, oh, apparently. Oh,
3: well, I wonder. I wonder. I, I, I enjoy the show. I wonder how much I would enjoy it if I didn't know you guys and no <laughs> not much <So laughs> it's hard to know uh, the, the, how much is having that sense of connection of like knowing the I know what you're talking about uh, when you make sort of local references and things like that so mm-hmm. if you were just some guys on the other side of the country that I didn't have any connection to would this I, show be enjoyable? I, I can answer that for you <laughs> Why can you
0: answer that? It's, it's a simple no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I wonder. I find the premise fun, and, and I do think I could take interest in it, and uh, so. Oh, oh who's who, your favorite movie? Yeah, either? like if you had to choose, like, like who's like
1: the handsomer
0: one? Like, who's, yeah, like, more like, funny who's a, than who's that? A, one. Who's the well spoken one? <laughs> and who well, like
1: got... pronounces words more correctly? And... Or, you know, like with a little more flavor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Is this having listened and now having being on the show is this a disappointing experience <laughs> no. is this like that's the question you're building up that like oh yeah sex with this person uh, is going to be amazing and you get there and they just lay there and the you're like house, in a filthy like rabbit hole regular old sex mm-hmm. uh, yeah seeing
3: how the sausage is made um I guess I still... <laughs> I wish
1: I wish the the listeners could could just get little like pings or whatever when we do that to each other <laughs> Just lock eyes
0: knowingly. That was a very, yeah, office take. Yeah. there. We
1: have juvenile sensibilities, if that's not already obvious. Uh, Sorry, I interrupted
0: well, not, you. I feel like not to be done by Regal, we need to offer this
1: guy his own reward for suffering through every episode. Oh, my God, you're absolutely right. Um, Jed, I don't know if you know this, but by listening to every Movie Babies episode, you are... The movie baby of the year. Movie baby oh, of the movie year. baby of the year?
0: Whoa. Um, of 2017. Yeah. And every time we see you, we will say... and everyone, <laughs> Anyone who ever sees Jen from this day forward uh-huh. has to go, congratulations.
1: Yes, that's right. Or you have to go, oh, Devin and Sean told me I have to say congratulations <laughs> to you, so I guess congratulations. Your choice. But... Yeah, that's the honor that's bestowed upon you.
3: Oh, wow. Thank
1: you. Yeah, so hopefully that does you well. Uh, Jed is is tearing up right now uh, for the listeners at home. Typing up his new resume. <laughs> Top of the list. My accolades include Regal Customer of the Year and Movie Baby of the Year. Um, you know our rating system because you're a super fan. You want to, oh, like, yes. quick drama Oh uh,
3: Yes. Uh, well, uh, this is based on the Regal Coca-Cola preview... Advertisement, also sort of PSA instructional on how to go to the movies and get along with everybody. In a... I never thought of it that way. Yeah, so cool. right. I thought they were just trying to sell Coke. <laughs> you're right. That description. Hey, chat. It's like, look, here you dum dums. This is how you movie. <laughs> Yes, you uh, you stand outside <coughs> and discuss with your grandma whether she wants to see this movie poster or not, and in spite of your skepticism, she asserts No, I love robots. I love robots. In the movie baby rating system that is quite disinterested in this trailer. Mm -hmm. Going inside, you find a few dorks standing around talking about (laughs) movies and ways to make them. And uh, one of them finds the idea of a movie in space with zombies in space in space with zombies to be particularly enticing then going into the theater we have someone clearing with their co-attendee oh. at the movie <laughs> that it is okay if they scream like a lot so you cool if i scream like a lot and that corresponds with the highest movie baby
1: rating for bravo all right system Come i don't know my- why just having like more like five dollar synonyms for the way that either of us would explain it is way funnier to me. Yeah, but it is, and it gets me every time. Nicely done, Jed. And then uh, you go in; they go into the theater
3: and sit down. Um, and you see a, a very diverse group of people. The fade to black, and it says, "We're all the same when the lights go
1: down." Yeah, do you agree with that statement or not?
3: Well, I, apparently, I think some people found that statement disagreeable because they changed it after, I assume some people uh, thought that sounded like erasure of right. uh, mm-hmm. diversity in asserting sameness. So it then said, enjoy the movie together. And depending <laughs> on which <laughs> regal you went to, it would have the vintage we're all the same when lights go down, or enjoy the movie together, and uh, depending on how woke they were, I guess the audience of that particular theater complained or didn't complain. Yeah. Um, but... uh.
0: I feel like there's a lesson to be learned here. If you're Coke, if you're Pepsi... Mm -hmm out of like trying to make a political
1: message or like a social some sort man. of social. Commentary. Why is it always Coke and Pepsi that want to make the boldest and wrongest political statements? Because <laughs> wasn't there just a Pepsi ad where like That's, yeah, Caitlyn oh, Jenner yeah, yeah. like wore uh, a Native American headdress and like no. ran around going like "What
0: you talk about, Willis?" That yeah, one like... too. And then the one with the war ad and they like uh, a woman like goes up to a bunch of protesters and hands them uh, Pepsi yeah,
3: and that
1: like solves the, the problem. It's mm-hmm. like. We know what you are. Yeah, you are the Antichrist. <laughs> Don't try to insert yourself into our fucking struggles. Just, just give me my, give me my damn coke. Put it in my veins. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'll worry about the other stuff. Jed, thank you for the etymology of that trailer. I had, I had not known that tidbit, um, but that's excellent. The more you know. Ding. Uh, please rate this Kingsman trailer oh, for well, us.
3: Oh um, well, I have to say that song. They play uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, My Way. My Way. Yeah. In or The, the Highway. <laughs> in, the, in the trailer. My Way to Hell by
1: ACDC. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I, I have to say, it, it, the first few times I saw it, it, it sort of gave me, uh, you know, raised the hair on my neck, gave me kind of uh, a boner uh, is the word you were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it raised the boner on your neck. Yeah. We got it. No secrets here, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that the trailer doesn't give away a lot of uh, what the plot of the movie is. At least you know I... why? They ain't got one. <laughs> 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 nice well, try. <laughs> I also suspect if another trailer is yet to drop. Yeah, I guess I would have to say... Let's see, so if, it, if I say, in space, like a lot. Whoa. It's, it's like, in between... In zombies. Jed, do you not like rules?
1: <laughs> I noticed that the that the the celebrity guests who claim to be the biggest fans always try to usurp our authority yeah. by introducing their own rating system. I'm looking at you, Chris Patton. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Jed Bailey. Yeah, you think like, you're better than us? You think you're like, going to fucking ride the rails? I don't know a movie baby. better than the movie And that babies. very well may be true, but welcome to our playpen, where you play by our rules, or we take our toys away and we go home. So, let's try that again. <laughs> Rewind the selector one time. Okay. Tell me... What you rate this trailer. If the purpose of the trailer is to make me
3: want to see the picture or not, and that's what, what we're rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess since I see everything, I don't <laughs> really rate that <laughs> yeah. that way. You're but, right. You're right. <laughs> uh, in terms of how motivated I am or eager uh, I'm anticipating. Let's frame it that way. It, yeah. In space with zombies,
1: I see a lot of promise, but you're probably gonna bring like a vape pen and a kindle and in the theater with you in case it gets really boring. But, yeah. I get you. I'm going same boat as you,
0: Jed. In space with the James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> There's the zombie James Bond. The James Bond stuff, I don't I'm tired of it. I've seen it too much. Mm-hmm. What they're presenting of the James Bond stuff does seem at least well produced. Sure. Like he's in the water car, he's going in the secret base. The pool table's coming up. You see the guns. It's like, all right, it doesn't look hacky. It looks all nice, and so I'll, I'll give him credit for that. The trailer takes a turn, and now my interest is rising a little bit. We get the Mega Man punchy villain. Mm-hmm. We get Indiana Jones. We get my favorite thing of sound effects matching the trailer, and so you have the whip, and then it matches, and then the, he's winks, and then there's a little a wi- ding,
1: ding. Yeah, yeah. and
0: all that I'm into. Mm-hmm. I was entertained by the trailer.
1: Okay, you're growing in the dark here. <sighs> you 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 want to be in a donut shop, but you're in like a fucking razor blade manufacturing plant. You're gonna you're gonna get hurt. I'm sorry. Yeah, this movie is not gonna reward your optimism in any way. I gotta rate this. I love robots. I love Damn robots. The <laughs> bottom Yeah, because the first one burned me pretty. I'm I'm still. Caring for scars from that experience, and I don't trust this to be any smarter or cooler or bolder Mm -hmm. than the, than the first one. Uncertainty of how they're trying to interact with the James Bondiness of it. I feel Mm -hmm. like, it's just not working on me. Nor did Kick-Ass, by the way. And since you mentioned Mm -hmm. that that is the same director, like, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, I feel the way I feel about comic book movies, but their take on the comic book movie, I wasn't like really that into either. Like, I don't need it more realistic or whatever the YouTube culture they were trying to, like, infuse in that, so... How did you like
3: X-Men First Class? Not...
1: I didn't. Mm. How did you like Stardust? Oh, God, he did Stardust? The sensibilities of this team is not uh, raising the hairs on my boner neck. (laughs) So I'm gonna say, yeah, it's a a I Love Robots scenario. Sorry, y'all. No need to apologize.
0: Well, it looks like it's not my way, but it's... It's Jed's way.
1: <laughs> that was the Kingsman, the golden circle.
0: The golden shower circle. Oh, that's no. even better.
2: <laughs> Action. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Yes! <laughs>
1: Yo, intro battle. The Disaster Artist is... A, these always go very poorly when I started them like this. The Disaster Artist is a film that attempts to dramatize the making of the film The Room, the self-proclaimed worst movie ever made. I don't know. That's probably not accurate. Whereas The Movie Babies is mm-hmm. a um, podcast that constantly reaffirms itself as the worst movie podcast ever made uh how does that do for you
0: i mean it kind of hurts my feelings that's (laughs) what i I was going for she's sad yeah i mean i feel like usually when we're being self-defecating there's like a layer of like funnies behind it no that was just just an
1: observation (laughs) this is brutal yeah too far well oh hey jed (laughs) oh hi oh is this how this is gonna go (gasps) oh hi you know, just well. Let me put a pin in that. Go ahead and intro this yourselves. No, I was just gonna do quotes from the room. You were. That's what you had <laughs> in storage, Ed. You got any good ones that are not like the top five? Like I've heard it a million times. You're tearing me apart, oh, sir. That That's a fun one. I want to jump in right away and start to nitpick because we just watched the Disaster Artist trailer, and I feel like I've been hyped for a long time, as I'm assuming y'all have mm-hmm. about the. um fucking Franco brothers being responsible for this and who they're playing and everything. But I immediately have gripes with James Franco's auditory impersonation of Tommy Wiseau. Not nailing the cadence or the pitch, in my opinion. This is a very small scene, and we get very few lines from him and like a repetition of the same thing, but... That's like on par with my shitty Tommy Wiseau impersonation. Yeah, I
0: I can do it. I'm doing a better one right now. Yeah, and I'm just using my normal voice. Yeah,
1: yeah. Am I wrong? Am I just like? Do you feel that way? I guess I would need a
3: larger sample to go on. the The scene we saw was the uh, 67th take of Oh Hi Mark on the rooftop. I did not hit her scene. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess I I. Jen, it's bad. Admit that it's bad. <laughs> it's not great. Like, they are not over did, the moon about it, it, it did, right? It didn't. Yeah, it didn't knock me over the moon. It didn't, like, yeah.
0: Visually, he looks fine.
1: He looks just like him, right?
0: He looks pretty close to him. Okay. And the other rumors I heard of this movie is that it got great reviews, like uh-huh. standing ovations at all the little independent film festivals. Okay. And that Franco, also the director of this film... Was so into this character that he became Tommy Rizzo in character, directing as Tommy Rizzo. So he, Daniel Day-Lewis, this. Mm, he Daniel Day-Lewis. Corrected. He yeah.
3: Tom Hardy. Damn. He now he James Francoed. <laughs> yes, that Rogan uh, said he had trouble not laughing the first couple days taking direction from him. Franco told him yeah. he'd get over it, and eventually he did.
0: Was <laughs> was the joke that he's doing an awful Tommy Rizzo impression?
1: I mean, that would be hilarious if the farthest reach of the Franco acting school got him to, like, drunken, bar, 3 a.m. V- version of, a, of like, an incarnation that you or I could do after incarnating right. this person for, like, <laughs> months or maybe a year or so making this movie? Yeah. Like, that's insane.
0: And I've been hesitant about this movie since the, the get-go because... Franco is one of those personalities where it's either you love him or you hate him. There's Uh no middle ground on Franco. Yeah. And when Franco's in the movie, guess who's in tow? You got Rogan. Uh You have his his, his son, his brother. Little
1: (laughs) Franco, his son. Yeah, yeah, you
0: have Dave Franco. (laughs) His his detached Siamese twin. And so not only is James directing this, not only is he the lead, Dave Franco is like the other main character. Greg, who does, mm, who wrote Mark, the book, right? So you, 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 they're just in your face, these yeah. guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's
0: your feeling about the Franco brothers and Rogan and
1: company? Usually, I'm pretty on board. All right, all right, well, okay. Usually, I think they're pretty funny. Jen, what about you? Oh, uh,
3: yeah, I I feel entertained. I I I don't when I hear something coming out with them. I don't have a particularly strong emotional reaction either way. But I've been amused by some of their things.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the most. You know
3: they're not listening to this podcast, right?
0: (laughs) You can just tear into them. (laughs) Um, You never know. (laughs) It's funny because. (laughs) Uh, oh, oh no! Your phone's blowing no, up. This is not
1: supposed to happen. Oh,
0: this happened once before. Okay, Sean has a.
1: Gotta
0: stop. Everyone has. Sean has a phone call right now. Oh, uh, also has a Take sixty-seven. <laughs> I did not get a phone call. I did not. So we had. <laughs> we had some uh, interference with our microphones because you got a phone call. Oh, are you trying to
1: play this off like we've got a studio? Yeah. Yeah, something like that.
0: Well, I was going to say, so both of you seem fine with the Franco brothers, which is amusing because they mainly do like stoner comedies. Mm, but yeah. I don't take either of you as like that crowd. That that's well, our baseline.
3: I I was just thinking about it, and I do think there there have been certain certain films where I am not very amused. What was that one with
1: Brian Cranston? Uh, 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 not my not. Don't fuck my daughter. Yes, yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Wait, that's the name of the film? <laughs> that's the tagline. It's
3: like anyone but him or like... Yeah, uh, not him. That's a very meta title for a Franco film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he plays uh, an eccentric billionaire with no filter. And so his whole shtick is being a, you know, vulgar and, mm-hmm. and uh, in front of her parents. You didn't and, care for that. And yeah, it didn't really amuse me. Why him? That's what it's called. Why him, yeah. yes. Just being... Offensive, isn't that funny. It has to have more to it than that for me.
0: Uh, and I, I guess I'm concentrating myself. He is kind of middle of the road for me. I've liked him in some things like the arm-breaking movie. Uh, and he gets the, the twenty-seven, twenty-seven, oh, oh, 27, 27, uh, 27 yeah. takes. Uh, yeah. roles, uh, uh-huh. And then he gets the robot arm in the Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I like the this is the end movie where mm-hmm. they're all kind of playing meta characters playing of, of um, themselves of yeah. themselves. I'm excited about this movie. The lore of it, mm-hmm. the mythology mm-hmm. of the room is all exciting. I don't know what this movie's supposed to be. At one point, it seems to be like a spoof mocking.
1: The making of The Room?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but then also, is are they
1: trying to play this
0: straight
1: Do you think film? it feels like a spoof because of who's in it and how ridiculous mm. the nature of yes. what actually mm. went down is? I, I feel like it's a spoof because they're all, I feel like with Rogan
0: and company, they're all winking at the audience. Okay, sure. And that, I'm not... Like that. That's not what I want in this film.
3: Well, I wonder how much seriousness there will be if it's all gonna be that sort of winking to the audience Mm -hmm. of all four yucks, like, haha, or if it will have any of the kind of, yeah, emotional, disturbing quality that you capture some of in the book. There's like a kind of, is this person seriously mentally ill or uh, is there like... Or, or like, is there a real like sadness to try to this mm-hmm. character, this person? Like a
0: Shakespearean, like a weird ass Shakespearean play, like one of Shakespeare's
1: play he wrote on like an LSD trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there is some. Tommy Wiseau approval of this film, like, he has been to some of the screenings and, like, they have some type of camar- camaraderie they've at least, like, met at those things, if not, like, he's had some type of, like, consultation of the making the movie. Mm-hmm. That makes me think that it would be more of a, oh, this is an eccentric guy, and then this kind of more straight man character, Greg, and, like, how they kind of got past the adversity of, like, the craziness of the situation, but they kind of became these lifelong buds kind of, like against all odds kind of comedies like a Chips or like a whatever like that type mm-hmm. of just like two great tastes that figure out that they work together kind of mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. rather than you know one of these A24 like in depth character examinations of like him looking in the mirror being like oh, I'm a total freak of nature Why, who am I like I don't think that's probably going to be happening because otherwise they wouldn't get this wouldn't be go- like cleared for a landing mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. Do you sure, get that impression sure.
3: Yeah, I guess uh, guess in terms of the book and the adaptation, and it just occurred to me that some people might not know what we're talking about. Uh, I mean, I have a lot on this show. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't usually know what Devin's talking about. I just kind of nod and smile. Mm -hmm. So uh,
3: in case anyone has never seen or heard of The Room from 2006, described as the Citizen Kane of bad movies, it is uh, a a film produced, written, directed, and starring one Tommy Wiseau, Uh, come again? (laughs) (laughs) A man of of obscure parentage who um, made this movie that has gotten such uh, a following in uh, Midnight Movie Circuit, and one of the lead actors in it wrote a book about it called The Disaster Artist and His Time Getting to Know Tommy Wiseau, and uh, that's what is the source material. So I'm curious how much the film will cover in relationship to the book if it, it probably won't go as de- deep into the life of Greg Sestero and sort of all his coming up and his mo- acting aspirations and such. And probably focus, the book kind of hops back and forth between that and the production of The Room See, movie. and mm-hmm. that's
0: where I'm not buying this film so far. I mean, we don't know the narrative of this film yet because it's just like a scene mm-hmm. teaser. But I feel like it would be more interesting where you're following the character of Greg, who wrote the book, and he wakes up and he's like, I got this new part for this movie. I'm excited to go work on it. Let's go see. And then he like uncovers this Tommy Rizzo character mm-hmm. and is just like, who is this? Let me figure this guy out. Because the blurbs of the book I have read, and you guys can speak better to this, they kind of have like this bonding... Friendship and relationship that kinda of uncovers throughout the film where like is even like saying to him, like, You're the only one who understands me. Mm-hmm. You get me
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the point of even in that scene that we just saw, like apparently that's true where they just kept he Tommy could not do this scene, they kept doing take after take, and then Greg goes over and like helps him out and they like bond and he's like he knows like what makes him work. Mm-hmm. They, and and he gives him like a water bottle mm. and be like, "This is what you need. Mm. This, this is, is what prop. you need because you like props get your mind off of like the acting." Mm. And he's like a caregiver almost, mm. yeah. Where he like knows like, "Hey, don't no. He's my, yeah. This kid's freaking out. Don't worry about him. He just oh, yeah. needs he's his fidget. He, <laughs> he needs yeah. his fidget spinner. He needs his fidget spinner, and he'll be fine." <laughs> oh, and shit. so that to me would make an incredible movie on its own.
1: Interesting, yeah. That part of the book is that they met in an acting class, right? right? It wasn't just like sight on scene, here's the script. It was like, Oh, this I what met this guy.
3: It, like, caveman pirate or something? Uh, something <laughs> wearing something that reminded me of that, it was yeah. this like pirate looking thing, and like this this guy in the acting class who had this unwarranted self confidence, uh, in in everything he did, um, it seemed. And he was like he was having trouble with his confidence and he was mm-hmm. attracted to this guy who Like, seemed so confident in 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 everything, even though it seemed to be warranted uh, in his acting ability. Yeah. uh,
0: So, then don't you just make Rain Man and, like, (laughs) Greg's the Tom Cruise character? Could be. I don't want to take care of this man,
1: but, you Mm. know, like, there's some sort of. Do you think that there is a reflection in the Franco household of the Greg and Tommy relationship that there's a little bit of, like, holy shit, James, what the. Dave is just constantly like, "Oh, oh, fuck. He, why won't this. he let these young girls on Instagram alone? Why is he doing this? Like, I'm curious. Uh, also, we would be remiss to not go over the fact that, Jed, you have encountered Tommy Wiseau in mm. real life. You've seen some of these midnight showings. You're a pretty huge like follower and fan of the whole universe.
3: I have a, a memory of the first time I saw this movie, and uh, that scene made me literally... R-O-T-F. <laughs> close, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we just, we'll solve I... this Da Vinci code. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. I laughed so hard I fell out of my chair at that scene. I don't even think I got to the Ohio mark, which was even funnier the second time I saw it. <laughs> um, but uh, just the spiking the water bottle at the end of uh, it did not nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> crack me up. Uh, I knew nothing about the film going in other than that it was described as the Citizen Kane of bad films. And so. Uh, and what was your interaction of meeting the man, the man? Oh, well, I. Uh, was at a um, meet and greet and he and Greg Sestero were there uh, throwing uh, Nerf football around outside. And no. <laughs> nice. And so uh, Greg pointed to me and indicating that he was going to throw me the ball and did so and uh, I caught it and then Wow, uh, this then is amazing. <laughs> With the to throw it to Tommy and, uh, and I overshot him way across the street like i threw it like and he was wearing these like five different belts on that were, weren't really holding his pants up and so he's kind of running across the street, holding his pants, and, and uh, fetching this... You nerd. made Tommy Rousseau fetch? I did. I you did. could have run
1: him into the middle of
3: a busy street I, I, and killed I, him. I, I almost
1: went into the other intersection there. Um, you gotta, you got an arm on you. Uh, that's what Greg Cistero said. Yeah. <laughs> you might need to recruit you. Maybe a like, little less might. time in the theaters, a little more time on the gridiron. Yeah. Mean. Like, <laughs> we might need you for uh, The Room 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, they had a
3: signing, and uh, I had brought up my copy of Homeless in America which was oh, a the documentary, documentary they made? short that That's they right. made. Wasau was, was, like, when I I, I slid it on the table, and he wasn't even looking at it, he was like, Homes in America, who's this, who's this? Like, mm. oh, and he was, like, really like, animated by somebody bringing that to sign. Uh, then, like, a you spoon are, or fork a, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what are you saying is you guys are best friends? Ah, well, um, I didn't get as intimate as my friend Amanda who, uh, was Made able to out. get some mm-hmm. hair in her mouth um, at, one, at one strand of his hair ended up landing in her mouth and she had to uh, extricate it from there. Can we clone him? Uh, we were wondering about that. If we could do some DNA analysis, um,
1: get at this mystery, um,
3: Wait. Some,
0: some,
3: some <laughs> from, um Wait, That could
0: be our own little
1: mini documentary. <laughs> <you know. laughs> That's some thing that's interesting. Okay, so from my understanding of reading the book, it's been a little while and my my memory's a little foggy as per usual. There's a lot of mystery shrouded around his origins and also the Financing of this film Mm, mm -hmm. I wonder if this movie the disaster Mm. artist is going to have any insights into those things now that a little more time has passed maybe a little Mm. more is known about him Mm. as a public character that maybe the book or like definitely that wasn't available IMDB style like when the room Mm -hmm. was kind of first on the scene Uh, I wonder there's kind of these mystery financers right it's uh yeah he, he said that he raised the money by importing leather
3: jackets from Korea and uh and apparently, did have um, these holdings when uh, Greg Sestero met him. He had like apartments in in uh, Los Angeles and in San Francisco, and so he's oh, a scumbag. He, he had well, you know he, he had these large apartments that he was renting. He wasn't even staying, and they let Greg Sestero stay in. And uh, so yeah, apparently he had some funds from somewhere. There's speculation about wealthy widows, and, uh, and and does he have like a child labor thing going on? Because he
0: also had I remember. He had, like, his own website where he'd sell, like, his own brand of, like, underwear you could buy. Right. And, like, pants and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we need to crack this code. This is the movie (laughs) we need to make.
3: I wonder um, if they'll cover any of that. I would imagine they probably just leave it mysterious or uh,
1: cover the. Because that's the the fun of the game. It's like if you actually knew, Mm. it wouldn't even, whatever, even if it was like a pirate from Mars gave him all the money, it wouldn't be as good of an answer as like you just don't know. It's
3: fun to make up. I had all kinds of speculations that he actually is American and has uh, foreign accent syndrome uh, as a result of a stroke which also explains his droopy eye. Oh, uh-huh. sure. Yeah,
1: but he leans into the fact that he is French or something like That well, or his Belgian. His name
3: is like, it sounds like Wussau, Wussau, which is the word for bird in French. Okay. Um, he's a I, bird person. I, I, I guess in the, um, in, in the fr- closing chapters of The Disaster Artist, he gives kind of a rough sketch of a figure that could be Wussau, and I, I gather it's like what Sestero's pieced together bit by bit from knowing Wussau over the years. That he's from an Eastern European country where he was in love with America and he eventually made it to France and then eventually to Los Angeles, I'm sorry, uh, to uh, Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, and then to Los Angeles. It's like one of those uh, TV detective
0: shows where they have the computer and like, take one part of like, here's a European
1: person and here's a bird. Almost like when they build Lisa and Weird Science. <laughs> yeah, was like feeding in clippings from magazines, like exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Is this whole thing a disaster? Too many years too late. Oh. Like is make is kind of making this movie and potentially like making fun of something that was fun to make fun of whatever ten years ago. Kind of like yeah, I, we kind of milked all the humor out of that.
3: I guess there's there's so many weird things to milk there in the making of the film. There's some speculation about the reason why he was so disorganized was that he had somebody who was hired to film the making of the film, Mm -hmm. and he would just follow crew members around and and hear what they were saying about the production and everything. And so every night Wasau was staying up all night watching the footage of what everybody was saying about the production behind his back and instead of getting a good night's sleep and then showing up in the middle of the day the next day at the production and causing this whole, uh, hold so there's all kinds of bizarre So he changed things based off, like, what other people were saying? Uh, I guess he... I don't know if he, like... Or was he, he, he just firing them? Yeah, he went through a number of, of crews uh, of people that, that left or just got exasperated with him or that he, he dismissed. And so there's...
1: You're saying there's enough behind-the-scenes stuff that people wouldn't know from just being casual room fans that right. are worth investigating. Yeah,
3: the stuff that you learn reading the book that describes the the ridiculousness of the production and, and uh, like we saw in the trailer with the... Uh, the 67 takes it took. Whether they can structure that into a narrative that is compelling and humorous, uh, we'll see.
0: Maybe he's from the same planet that Prince was from. Like he has a thing for videotaping conversations and mm. then,
3: like listening to him, and mm. then like That's playing it. That's odd that up. you say that because one of the first things that Greg Sestero asked him when they were getting to know one another was, "Are you Prince?" <laughs> 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 was what's your dream? What's your, your you know your your aspiration? And he said, "To have my own planet uh,
1: was to is <laughs> uh, uh, like a little prince ambition. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes, to me." The room inhabits a space where it's like just like a, I don't know, a Tim and Eric thing or like a Urkel Did I Do That thing. It's like it had its time and its place and like my enthusiasm for it. And it got so like worn down in that Mm -hmm. like Ace Ventura, Austin Powers kind of like fuck your couch, Rick James kind of like thing. I've, I've had enough of the room, but maybe has enough time passed where I'm like, oh yeah, and that thing that I used to think was really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to counter-argue you. Mm-hmm. Is that how that's said? You can, mm-hmm. in like, in the court of law? Yeah, I think that's what, like, Letourneau said. He was like, excuse me, Mr. Cochran, to counter-argue <laughs> you, my hair is dope as fuck. I think because we still don't
0: have a lot of the answers from that original film, mm-hmm. and because, like, Tommy never made, like, The Room 2. Like he never made something that was as big as The Room. I I haven't got played out on him yet. <laughs> there wasn't like the Birdemic movie that got very really popular, and then they made Birdemic two, and, like, and you're like, you, you right. guys
1: know that you're making bad shit. Yeah, it's not, it's the, not compelling. The anymore. charm
0: of The Room versus like any of those Sharknado movies
1: is like that, Troll two or Troll, what the fuck ever. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: that mm. it seems legit that this character of Tommy. It's genuine. He really thinks he's making a masterpiece, Mm. and that's the fun of it. Do you think
1: by now that he is like witnessing someone like tongue in cheek making this movie, and like he's witnessed like all the underground comedians like celebrate him for his like off brandness or whatever? Mm. That like he's he can't be so dense that he's not aware that he's kind of the heel of and at the same time being celebrated by these people in kind of like the same. I think he spends it. Yeah. He spins it in his mm-hmm. head where he's like, I'm mm-hmm. in
0: on the mm-hmm. joke. Huh. And we're laughing together, and it's like... Um, and that's just a self-preservation thing? I it's think just so, because like- if it's the other oh, way, and the- he's like... Yeah, I think it's that confidence, right? If he didn't have that confidence, then it would it would break him.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess got kind of uh, that impression from seeing him act uh, live in front of the audience, interact with people, he has that... that A surety that whether he. Well, you just mentioned Troll 2, that reminded me of the reaction of the makers of Troll 2 to seeing an American screening of fans of it as a bad movie. The directors commented that the audience was laughing when it was supposed to be funny and they are laughing when it wasn't funny You yeah. didn't really get like what is wrong with these people they don't understand what's supposed to be funny and what isn't supposed to be
1: funny those uh, Americans always high on drugs yeah 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 <laughs> and so they, they didn't, don't have they, the refined uh, uh, Italian sensibility <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: they didn't uh, he couldn't appreciate yeah the the reason why people had such a love of it as this misfire that um, was attempting to be something that it so fa- epically failed at that it becomes humorous uh, and so with wasau I guess it's it's his idiom his uh, the oddness of his turn of phrase and I think it probably goes with that confidence of like not correcting not adapt not assimilating or not being able to maybe I'm uh, just kind of like having this idiosyncratic way of expressing himself and seeing the world and and I think also the magic of the f- room, Was because he had competent people working on it. I think the Seth Rogen character, Greg Sestero says, was the reason that the room looks in any way like a regular movie. That's Mm true. Because Mm -hmm. he kind of held it together and actually produced something resembling... Somewhat cinematic. A a quality cinematic product. And and yet it has this absurd quality of being weird and uh, trying to be like a
1: serious melodrama, but being so uh, it's, it's like it's like that. when those AIs try to create like motivational uh, <laughs> sentences or whatever and you get like the well if you live in a canoe mm. your fridge will never be full of bloody heads like <laughs> what the fuck let me ask you this, maybe we're kind of on board with this, would you like to see this kind of treatment done to a troll too or done mm-hmm. to a birdemic like a mm. behind the scenes like using these direct these like auteur directors that are kind of like somewhat on their own planets as fodder for like the subgenre where we we kind of hit all these best worst movie type mm. things kind of get like a ironic but maybe somewhat emotionally like compelling layout of what fringe hollywood is mm. or like
0: well speaking out of my ass a little here do you ever not sometimes it's from the ears and the okay. nose and every other hole. <laughs> <laughs> the pee hole. Speaking from the pee hole here. Speaking from the heart. I know Troll Two had a pretty popular documentary called "The Worst mm-hmm. Movie Ever." Jed, have you seen that? Best worst best worst movie, best wor- movie yeah. ever. Did
1: we see that at the picture together? Uh, best movie? worst movie ever. Yeah.
0: yeah. Have you guys seen that? I have. Uh, okay. The Troll documentary. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, the, How yeah. how was how was
3: that one? Well, that's I, where that, that incident I related occurs, uh, mm-hmm. is captured. And, and yeah, I guess the personality of Tom Husao is so singular and odd that I don't know if, like, the Burdemic director or... I guess I haven't seen enough of them as them in presentation. I mean, even just, like, the DVD extra feature on, uh, for The Room where he's kind of introducing it... Answering questions, uh, the fireplace there of is so uh, yeah so bizarre that I guess there's a certain like lost in translation quality with I guess these are all people from other cultures, other countries that come to Hollywood for English language films, and uh, and so there's a certain kind of lost in translation idiom idiom. That that makes it off and funny in the distance between what it was trying to do and what it what it, how it comes off.
1: So they're like personifications of like those instances where like a Japanese tourist might have the word shampoo across their sweatshirt in English lettering, mm-hmm. and you're like, what do you wait? What like? <laughs> that's, okay, so that's interesting. So has that as a point of interest kind of warrants welcome? Are we kind of post 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 irony post? Like, uh, uh, like... Irony will never die! Mm.
3: <laughs> well, I guess... I th- Yeah, is it ironic to enjoy the...
1: Br- mm. You know, let's go to the authority Alanis Morissette on the irony of the situation. Is it ironic that you're enjoying it for all the reasons it's not intended to be enjoyed? Mm. A traffic jam when you're already late, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: guess... That is a type of irony. It was ironic that this film was attempting to be an Oscar-winning mel- uh, drama, and it ended up a cult sensation, a cult su- succeeding in its failure yes. to, to 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 be a success in this direction. Ends up being a success in this direction. Okay. So that is kind of ironic. Um, we did it in okay. your face, Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but is appreciating a bad movie like The I mean, The Room is, is kind of, like you say, it's not just like a Lost in Translation f- thing that he comes from a foreign culture, but is, he also is a, a strange person in his own right, and so the, those two combined to uh, make it a special
1: occasion. If he, if he made another movie... Right now, do you think your enthusiasm for that would be colored by the fact that, like, that was a time and a place for this guy in your psyche? I would
3: would be concerned... I guess, like, yeah, the special magic of the room is that gulf between what he was aiming for and Mm -hmm. what he achieved. And if he were to do it again and try to either be more successful as a melodrama or... Try to do what he unintentionally did. Yes. Well, have you seen he attempted
0: like a TV show? And there's like maybe oh, eight episodes. Oh yes. I've
3: seen I've seen some of those. And that, that one, it, and that neighbors or coworkers neighbors or something like that. Yeah.
0: And that he's fully aware mm-hmm. of where he is in society now, mm-hmm. and that one does not work. It's like torture to get through. It's not. It's the winking at the camera. It's that the you winking don't like. at the mm-hmm. camera. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the. Quality
1: of the room when the the director you spoke of. So in a way, he's been chewed up and spat out by the other side of Hollywood. Everything unique and celebrated about him has kind of been parodied and like kind of digested in such a way where it's no longer effective because he can't manufacture the uncanniness when we're already expecting it. Mm. Therefore any lateral movement from him is is going to lose him yardage because it's just not it doesn't have the je ne sais quoi that you were talking mm. about like you needed that you need that just kind of one hit of him but it's never going to get you that high again. The Je <laughs> yeah I'll take it. I like that you tried to like <laughs> amalgamate that and then mispronounce the amalgamation. <laughs> like, there's no right way to say I it. I have the Jed part. You found girl. a way. Let's well, um, read this trailer. Yeah, fuck, fuck this. Okay.
3: <laughs> Jed, celebrity guess. Oh, uh, well, I'd say just. I, I guess this is not a full it's, trailer. This is a tough one to rate. Right. So, it's a scene. I mean, just just as far as it primes me to want to see the rest of it, I'd have to give like a lot. Yeah, that uh, that I am I am enthusiastic. I I I'd heard about this project and I was kind of you know you know wait and see about it and now I am I'm anticipating when we get to finally see it in December I guess and it did raise my enthusiasm.
1: Even though I feel like I'm kind of trying to find ways to poke holes in this, mm-hmm. when we watched the trailer the, both times, I was laughing out loud. I. I want, to, I want to kind of have an in space with zombies attitude going into like I need to see a little bit more of his impersonation to kind of be sold on like can, is this going to sustain a whole movie or am I going to kind of be sitting through this like not enjoying unfortunately like the dude that went double down trying to nail this role not nailing it. Right. Like that could really be my enjoyment of this could hinge on that a lot. I don't know if I'm that over this that I'd be like ah no I love robots. I think I'm like a lot. I want to be the spoiler of this episode. Go for it. If I'm rating this trailer
0: based off of my enthusiasm, where it was before, it was pretty high because the blurbs I've read of the book were really funny and really exciting. Mm-hmm. Then I heard the Franker brothers were doing it. Then it kind of went into that robot territory. Mm-hmm. I might be I Love Robots on this scene teaser. Mm-hmm. Because now my enthusiasm is kind of lower again. Where, like, like you mentioned, I think I'm just going to be distracted by Franco's performance the whole time. Going, why is he in this movie? Why
1: couldn't they get someone else? I mean, mm. though, who else could they have? I don't. This might be one of those suicide missions where it's like it doesn't yeah. matter who you get. Well, that guy's going to be face down in the dirt at the end of it. It's
0: funny you mentioned that because Tommy Wiseau had some picks. Mm-hmm. He wanted Tom Cruise. Either A. James Franco, be careful what you wish for, Tommy. <laughs> Interesting. And Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, I could see that. And neither of those guys. I, well, because of the like, because of like the falling off the ladder that Johnny Depp is doing, there might be a tinge of enjoyment that I would get hmm. out of seeing him wallow in this he would do unthankful the, yeah. job. Like he would, he would do it. He'd fucking go for it. Hmm. But where he is, like, socially in my mind right now, it's kind of like I'd be watching it to kind of, like, hate-fuck him. Yeah. You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I often
1: fantasize about hate-fucking Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: do that with most people who are more popular and good-looking than me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the film I want Mm -hmm. is what I'm worried about. But is it the film you deserve? Is it the film I deserve? The people who are going to enjoy this movie the most are the
1: people who made this movie. Hmm. Oh, like definitely. the Francos and the Rogan probably it's had a blast big making this movie, as he, probably was Pineapple Express and, and the yeah. Lot, it seems the like
0: they just make this movie in your backyard and watch it on home vi- on your big screen, home video and smoke your blunts. <laughs> but leave leave the actual direction and acting and writing of this to someone else. because I think this would be an awesome like point of view type movie or even like a cool documentary type thing like the Troll Two movie. Okay. Spinoff. Yeah. Alright. Coming
1: down hard on this one. Yeah. Someone's got to. Come on, Tommy. Come yeah. at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and unless
1: there's any closing statements.
0: The disaster artist? More like the disaster fartist. <laughs> hmm.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, you do one. No, I I was <laughs> going to do that one earlier, and I was like, that seems like a Devin joke. I'll let him, I'll let him have that one. You mean because it's so funny? You know, when you're like, I imagine when like um, improv people are working together on a stage, mm-hmm. like really heightened, like UCB authorized, certified ones, they're probably like, you know, oh this dog shit joke was gonna go over so well. It's perfect yeah. opportunity to do this dog shit joke. I'm not the dog shit joke person. I need to like go Oh what was what's over here that I stepped in so that my teammate can fucking hit yeah. the home run because the whole everyone knows that's the dog shit person. Yeah, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. You did
0: the last show last weekend, you did do the dog shit joke. Yeah. And then I came backstage and I was like you motherfucker. Yeah, what are you doing? You step on that <laughs> dog. You poop jokes
1: are mine. I will kill you if you do another dog shit joke. Yeah. So, like, you know, the. the I'm the poop guy! <laughs> <laughs> the Laurel and Hardy that's developing amongst us, I'm, I'm starting th- to realize, like, oh, no, no. You know what? Uh, we're both in the outfield here. Rather than slamming into you and us both missing the ball. Well, no, you still don't understand. You're doing it like, oh, I'm doing it like a charity thing. I like, am. This is our team. Yeah. No, I'm threatening you, Sean. <laughs> if you stop <laughs> in my shit jokes, <laughs> I will rub your face in it. And you'll never have to worry about that because I know where low hanging fruit lives, and I'm up here at the top of the tree, just kind of pruning yeah. things and be like, "How's Devin doing down there? Did a branch hit him in the head? Okay, fuck you, bro." <laughs> so we, we, you know, we've got this. We've got this dynamic. We got this thing. Sorted. And that was The Disaster artist. Jesus.
2: <laughs> of course, it's different between comedy and drama. Otherwise, it's different words. That's number one. If you want to... Let's say you have a scene with a comedy when the person drinking, let's say, just the water, okay? So how the person can drink the water and it make this funny? If you drink a straight water, it's, it's not funny, right? What if the person drink the water and everything's spilling in his chin and suddenly go to his pants and get wet and he doesn't know about it and he, he introduces himself to one of the girl, I guarantee you 100% people will be laughing at it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny because the guys didn't even realize you, you had the hiccup. Oh oh, 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 wow, is it funny? What did I do? Oh, my God, he doesn't know how to talk. We'll be talking about comedy right now, so for me, comedy is something where I enjoy it, do it, but at the same time, I want people to actually... If, if people are laughing at it, it's the, that's the best comedy.
1: And that's the episode! wa This is in the book. Don't have to do that one again. Most or do we? I haven't, I haven't <laughs> listened back to see if we actually like ca- captured Jed's audio or if we have to like redo it all. Maybe we do have to redo it. Yeah, this is the one we mess up because those words you just spoke. I uh, might have jinxed us. Also, we're totally jinxed because we just, just, just reviewed the Kingsman 2's first trailer, and lo and behold, when we woke up today, like Christmas morning, there lay for us under the tree wrapped in a Kingsman 2-sized package with a bow on it is the Kingsman 2's second trailer.
0: This has happened multiple times, and I thought we were safe on this one because, like, it's been so long, Mm -hmm. they're not going to release another one. I mean, why now?
1: Why today of all days?
0: Well, so so let's do, (laughs) let's bring back a segment we haven't done in a very long time. Uh It's called Second Review. Oh, okay. And this one is on the exact same show.
1: Yeah. So, I think the big takeaway here is that all of Jed's suspicions about the statesmen being Mm -hmm. the American version of the kingsmen, and because the kingsmen are, like, defunct because of this explosion of the mansion... Yes. They do have to team up. The last remaining kingsmen has to team up with these statesmen. The
0: Americans are called the cousins of the kingsmen. (sighs) Weird. Okay. Because, yeah, like, what if there's, like, some internal hookups like is
1: that like like a kissing cousins kind of thing cousin yeah i could see that happening there's a lot of seems like there's a lot of animosity kind of sexual tension between eggsy and channing tatum Mm -hmm. they they might scrog at some point just because they're cousins oh yeah as as we all know have you ever had any attraction to a family member finding a question we've all been waiting for just you know No, never. never, Not even like, oh, that girl's cute, and someone's like, hey, by the way, did you know that's your aunt?
0: Well, so yeah, I've never really... I don't have, like, a big family that I ever hung out with. Okay. So it's mainly my sister, and I always knew that was my sister.
1: Okay. See, I don't have any sisters, but I have, like, a sister-in-law, and I have good friends who are definitely, like, attractive in people's eyes, in the general population's eyes, but to me, they are... Might as well be my sister. They're like my friends, so I don't. It's like hard to put that, take those sunglasses off, like right. the they live sunglasses, and be like, oh, you're actually hot. I guess I forgot. Did you did you hear
0: like the reports? Like every so often, like, Pornhub or like the porn companies are release like the most certs, naughty turbs,
1: oh, and yeah. like it's
0: always like sibling
1: stuff. Yeah, all of my all of my internet pornography is constantly bogged down with incest porn which i've just started clicking on now because it's like well if they this is all i get yeah it's like coke or pepsi then i guess i'm watching incest porn
0: that's what's really weird about that data it's like have you guys seen porn before because they're all labeled like sister brother yeah. shit yeah yeah if all of them are labeled that then yes that's going to be the top one right i bet you the number is far far smaller people who are actually like Turn that dialogue up. <laughs> call, call me big brother.
1: Um, I do like that they have to, or like the, the general opinion is that they have to infuse like some type of like, we're step-siblings. This <laughs> yeah. isn't a blood relation. When your dad married my mom, oh man, now we can't kiss each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 like just to avoid some type of like, I don't know, lawsuit. Like, like isn't it already... Considered pornography, you're not going to get like labeled worse than pornography for being like we're a blood relations, we're Siamese twins, and we're fucking each other. Like <laughs> no, all right, yeah, <laughs> slowly back away. Uh, uh, that's a review of the Kingsman <laughs> trailer. right? <laughs> we're so bad at this show. <laughs>
0: Jed pointed out he 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 had a movie baby regret where he's like, oh, I should have said this. I should have brought up this point. Mm-hmm. We talked about how each country has, like, a different Kingsman-type organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He movie-babied it. He did. Marvel's Black Panther is basically
1: Africa's Kingsman. Kingsman. Okay. So, in the movie-baby universe where all movies exist in the same continuity, mm-hmm. we could get some crossover here. And, he, and his point was, and they both like jumping over cars a lot. It's like, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Eggsy definitely does like a barrel roll over the top of a taxi cab, and as does the Black Panther in the last shot of the, that's like both the that's the money shots of both those movies. Whoa! What if Kingsman? Yeah, go on. And Black Panther are those like instances of like, well, here's the movie for the white audience, here's the movie for the black audience, mm-hmm. uh, like the um, Girls Trip and Rough Night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These are. ...sister films yeah. in that way. And this one is brother, and they're going to fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tie-in. I like it. That was a good callback. I'm so behind on my movies. I, I always go back and forth. I'm like, oh, should we do, like, a like f- Patreon thing? The only reason why I would want to is so I could go see movies more. <laughs> I don't think that's isn't what that, you would get to be
1: able to do. Isn't that how those work? This is just like, hey... We want to buy you a movie. No, because they're they're not. They don't want you to watch the movie. They just want you to watch the trailer and that's free.
0: Oh, yeah. Shit. What if we did it like, look, I could watch the trailer on my little teeny computer screen, (laughs) but I might miss some of the details. (laughs) If you want the most enhanced, like detailed trailer review, I need to see it. On
1: the big-ass regal screen okay I see where you're getting here uh, yeah no no I'm not supporting this <laughs> um, well
0: I hope you'll find your loved one whether it's your sibling or blood relation or not or your or your podcast co-host hey Joe hey Joe Hi. or Joe or Joe just yeah everyone go find your own Joe
1: please or take ours
0: uh, turn on that trailer, whether it be on your personal computer or in that big-ass screen. Think about it, folks.
1: <laughs> <Cha-ching>.
0: <laughs> and sit back and enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. And I hope you enjoyed this show. I'm doing a little Mr. Roger thing. That's, yeah, Throwing you are. That's pretty, you're taking off your sweater. You're putting on your shoes. <laughs> yeah. If you want to find more things here at the Movie Babies... We have the iTunes, we have the Stitcher, you can subscribe, you can rate us. Mm -hmm. Leave us some comments, we like those, we'll read them. Go to our website, www.moviebabies.com and Sean, Mm -hmm. when you don't have time to watch a two minute trailer. The juice is loose. That's the movie babies.